we're back with another episode. The views, thoughts, and opinions expressed during the Face Off with Fleming and Fowler podcast series are solely those of the individuals involved and do not necessarily represent any specific employer, organization, committee, or other group or individual. The primary purpose of this podcast series is to educate and inform. This podcast series does not constitute medical or other professional advice or services. It's the Face Off. It's the Face Off. Spread love, spread light. We are here to entertain you. That's what we give a disclaimer at the beginning of our podcast. Boom, baby. We're here to educate and inform with entertainment. Yeah. That is it. All right, y'all. Welcome back to another episode of The Face Off with Fleming and Fowler. We are back at it again, giving you another one. And another one. Whatever happened to DJ Khaled? I feel like he's He's been hiding. Nah, he's still out there. He's on a jet ski somewhere. Pretty much, yeah. All right. Definitely. How was your week this past week? I don't know what's in the stars okay what's going on 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 uh no truly i don't know what the fuck is going on my ac went out jesus i was temporarily blind yeah y'all you gotta post that picture y'all i looked i looked bad remember a couple episodes back i told y'all my lip was swollen her her eye looked like my lip (laughs) it was actually i woke up and I wear contacts, so I'm used to my eyes being irritated. This was the most horrible feeling of my life. My eye, I couldn't even open it. It was just fluttering. It felt like there were shards of glass in my eye. Jeez, man. I thought I could thug it out, still make it to work. I couldn't. Also, your job's not that important. No, People it's will not. be fine. Stay home. Yeah, Call seriously. seriously. Um, yeah, ended up having to go to the ophthalmologist, which just sounds expensive. And it was. And I had a bunch of little scratches on my eye. Was but it just I, you were rubbing your eye too hard? Or I what? don't know if it was from it being agitated or me rubbing it too hard or what the hell happened but it looked like i looked like hitch but just in the eye jeez that's rough man so i don't know but that's been my week it's been like one punch after the other i don't think it's just me though everyone seems to have shit going on yeah definitely i don't know mercury's in retrograde i don't know something but life is out here kicking everybody's ass i feel like and it's just (laughs) so on top of everything it's hot as hell it really it's been like over a hundred and like four degrees every single day for like the past like month i I got into my car it was reading 115 yeah mine was too because right right now we are recording it is 8 18 p.m and it is 97 degrees yeah like no no there's no 30 p.m y'all yesterday i went out to dinner the breeze was hot. It was eight o'clock at night. It was a hot breeze slapping you in the face. Okay, next Tuesday though, it's gonna be a low of seventy six and a high oh, of, shut up. and a high of eighty six. I'll take it. But that's next Tuesday. Now this Tuesday coming up. Now when was, this episode I was airs. watching a TikTok and this girl was like, um, get ready with me. And she's like, I kind of want to wear a fall transition outfit because you know it's it's still sixty five degrees here. She's yeah. in like Boston or Chicago or something. Sixty five degrees in August, that's a dream. In Boston? She was in the northeast somewhere. We need to move. We're in the wrong area. Oh uh, yeah. Is... Maybe we could be like reverse snowbirds. Yeah. Just move like up to the but you don't like to be summer. cold though. No, but I this is too hot for me. And you're from here. That's the same. And I'm part. from here. I've never had a heat like this. This is not the same. You can't tell. You cannot convince me that this is the same sun 
that I was under when I was in high school doing shot putting discus and playing flag football Absolutely and in the marching no. band outside. This is not the same son. I had a friend the other day and he was like, I said, Oh yeah, like we're all gonna get together for drinks, you should come. And he's like, mm. Uh, I can't I have a volley a sand volleyball game. I said, Sir, you're gonna burn it down. It's hundred and eight degrees outside. Yeah. No one has business playing games in the heat. No, definitely not. I don't even have time for stupidity at this point. It's too hot to be stupid. Truly. It's too hot to be stupid. Truly like road rage is at an all-time high i'm i'm a racist i'm a colorist i'm an ageist i'm not a colorist i'm an ageist though um in the yeah, car especially yeah, well, ages. colorism too much yeah no 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 i don't do cut that out no i'm not a colorist i'm definitely <laughs> not um she's like racist for sure ages, of course i'm, colorism. A, I'm a racist and, a, and an ageist absolutely in the car absolutely I'm more of an ageist yeah. than a racist honestly also the only good thing about working at a hospital is that it's air-conditioned well, unless you go on a floor. Okay, so one of the floors that I work, that I go to because we go everywhere, they actually have been having, I think, AC issues for like 15, 20 years. And they have these huge like portable AC units. No, they don't. Yes, they the do. The ghetto child. Yes. And so they finally moved patients off of the unit. As but, they should. Exactly. But they did. I mean, when you walk on this unit, you're just like, you just pray that you don't have a patient in a contact isolation room. Because it's just like, I'm not, I'm, you're not getting therapy. Here's the thing. If I get stuck in a hospital room that does not have air conditioning, yeah. I'm simply not doing it. Well, then the patients are always like they're 90 and 80 years old. It's so cold in the hospital. Oh, Shut up, Mr. Nothing Johnson. pisses me off Shut more. Up. I walked into multiple hospital rooms this week and yeah. I was like, oh no, it is a stagnant like 80 yeah. degrees in this room. We have, like, yeah. You must be stopped. I'm just like, you need a comforter, a jacket, a sweater, something. Like, we're, I I'm run cold. I don't care mm -hmm. that you're on death's door and you yeah. weigh 76 pounds. No. I am the lively one here. Yeah. I'm moving the meat. I'm doing the work. Turn the AC down. Absolutely. I'm hot. I'm hot and I'm tur I'm turning this shit down. Oh, please don't turn the AC on. <laughs> you Here's know what you're going to do? You're going to warm up when you start yeah. working with therapy. Oh, the that? best quote. You know to yeah. warm you up? Movement. Get Movement. up. Physical therapy. Let's go, Mr. Johnson. Here I am. Here Appreciate we are. That. Well, that's good. I'm glad you had a good week, though. How? Yeah. I mean, uh, as life was kicking your ass as well. Yeah. 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 Just work is also just like, you know, when you're like finally making headway with a patient and then the doctors come and do some fuck shit and you're like, Absolutely. okay, great. Undo, undoes all your undoes work. all my work. And I'm mm -hmm. like, great, cool. Awesome. Yeah. That's a that circle one. of life. Yeah. Circle. How of was life. your week? Um, my week was actually really good. I had a really good week. Um, good. it was very productive today. I was very productive today. Um, I got a bunch of, all my laundry is done, like completely Damn. done. And um, I didn't meal prep yet, but whatever, I'm I'm good to it. But uh, other than that, my week my week was really good. I had to go off on a, a physician and kind of. Here's the thing about physicians, y'all. I don't care about your MD degree. Like no <laughs> one cares about your MD degree except for probably your parents, right? Because it's not a badge of honor. It's required for you to practice medicine, right? And so you're not more special than the nurse. You're not more special or important than the therapist. You're not more special and important than lab. And so I had to really put a, a doctor and her intern in their place this week because they just tried me. And I was just like, no. Yeah. No, I don't want you to ever feel comfortable to do that to anybody again. But we'll talk more about that in the rehab corner. But other than that, my week was actually really good. Um, life is still life and as usual, but um, life is good. I didn't feel hit over the head as much during this week. That's a nice great. feeling. Yeah, when you get like Jesus just gives you a break from like kicking your butt, and you just like mm -hmm. let him get up. Let him Jesus get up. Jesus said, "Take this week off." Well, not completely, but he was just like, "All right, I'll just kick you a little bit. I ain't gonna punch you and kick That's you." So, nice. so that Praise was be. yeah, absolutely. So I'm full of Christ's love this week. Sounds great. 
such a good feeling. Absolutely. My I didn't eat a heavy lunch today, so mm-hmm. my Vyvanse like kept Vyvancing throughout the day. <laughs> it kept Vyvancing. Yeah, okay. and it was a lovely feeling. Well, that's good. Because I'm getting, I don't know. It, it has to happen to you too. It happens to everybody. What? Um, that like heavy post patient. Once I'm off the floor. I finally sit down heaviness, tiredness, where I'm like, I don't think I can do this shit. Yeah. But you know, oh, speaking of my week, okay, kind of piggybacking off of yours as well. I do feel that. And then it's like, you f- you want to find a reprieve by coming into your office. And then as soon as you get there, they're having a fucking potluck. <laughs> your favorite. I, if there's one thing I know about you, you love a potluck. Y'all, I hate company potlucks with a passion. I think they should be banned from all corporations. I so, don't understand why that why potlucks can still happen. It's that feels inherently like in this day in this age with all the allergies and the fucking weird people at home who make shit and put weird shit in their food. It just seems and let their like, cat mix the bowl. It just seems like companies all over would have been like, yeah, we're done with the potlucks. No, it's not sanitary. Not, it's not a, my job. It's a safety hazard. No, not my job. And see, here's the thing. On top of the potlucks being disgusting, because I don't know if you, I've never seen you wash your hands at work. The biggest thing for me comes in where if we share an office space and then you literally put all this food in the middle of the office space and then everybody congregate congregates around the food and everybody is talking. I only get 30 minutes for a lunch break. I want to, I literally have been talking to patients all morning. I want to come into this office and I want to shut the fuck Amen. up. Silence is not alone. bad. Silence is golden. It's golden. And then they start coming to you. Hey, I made some vegetarian lasagna. You want to taste some? No. So again, I have to go back to the signs on my computer screen that oh, says. Oh yeah, did you ever get the 10? It's, it's on the way. It was delayed for some odd reason from Amazon. But anyway, it's on the I'm way. On the edge of my seat. Yeah. Listen, I'm, t- I'm, I'm not playing with these people because you don't get to hijack my lunch break. I don't want to talk to you. Any patient information, anything's dealing with the patient, no, we'll fault. wait until 30 minutes. Okay? And then I might take my 15 after that. <laughs> it just depends. I'm kidding. I don't do that. My thing but. is, if you walk at work, if you walk into a room that has people in it mm-hmm. and it's quiet, do not feel the need to break the silence. No, you don't have to. The silence to. is there for a reason. We're not mad. We're just fucking tired and no one to talk anymore. And then they do this thing where, you know how you you have your headphones in and you're like, I just don't want to hear anybody. And they keep constantly. Oh, oh, see, you even doing that? That's my biggest pet peeve. I'm like, don't tap If me. I have my I headphones don't like in, light touch. I don't, don't do want it. to be bothered. Like, I'm purposefully having these in my ears. I'm not even listening to anything. I'm just ignoring everybody in the room. Stop tapping me. There's nothing worse than just the, the double tap. Tap, tap. Exactly. Like, I'm, I'm sorry to keep interrupting you. Well, then stop doing it. But then I do the same thing to people. <laughs> yeah, but we're so, different. Yeah, exactly. Because I don't do it all the time. Do yeah. I don't do it all the time. Yeah. Well, um, speaking of time, uh, somebody's about to do 10 years in prison, allegedly. Uh, Mr. Tory Lanez, we got to start off with that. Lanes. Um, Daystar, whatever the fuck. The little I short still, man who shot Megan Thee Stallion. You, uh, gun to my head, a million dollars on the line. If you would have been like, what is Tory Lane's government name? I would have never guessed. I'd have been like Daryl. Yeah, that would have made more sense than Daystar. Dante. Just, do you think we're saying it wrong? No, I think it's Daystar. Okay. I don't really care. It's going to be uh, Prisoner Prisoner one six zero two two eight five zero one or something like that. I don't know. So as y'all know, uh, last year, I think it was in last year, maybe been this year. Who cares? Anyway, our queen, um, our queen Megan The Stallion uh, was brutally shot in the foot. Um, by this little short uh, Oompa Loompa man Mm. and 
the whole world was divided. Like, oh, he he ain't really shoot her. Oh, they slept together. Blah blah blah. All this other kind of bullshit that was irrelevant. The facts is, she got shot. She didn't shoot herself, right? So. Tory Lanez was sentenced actually uh, this past week and he was sentenced to 10 years in prison and people were just like, I'm, I'm just saying, I'm, I'm not saying he don't need to be punished, but I think 10 years is, is excessive. Uh, if you get For, shot, here's the thing. Make, I don't, the fact that she got shot in the foot was probably a reactionary movement because she could have got shot in the head. Like you don't get to direct where the fuck your bullets go. Mm-hmm. Just because it landed in her foot is not that, that doesn't mean that that was where that person who shot her intended for it to land. Also, I'm sorry if someone shot you, you're right. telling me that you would be like, oh, they don't deserve ten. They deserve whatever the fuck. They deserve what the what the judge what said for they them. get. You're not going to shoot me because that could have been it could have been my foot, but then I could have gone septic and died. Exactly. Now when Juicy Smoothie. Uh, allegedly <laughs> lied about his assault. I don't feel like he deserved. I don't think that he should have gotten any jail time because he didn't hurt nobody but his damn self. But himself, <laughs> okay? he did only hurt himself. Right. But the fact that y'all, you know, it, it's amazing how you know we just have this whole Montgomery brawl situation. People are like, yes, yeah, black unity. But then as soon as it's a black woman, here you go. Oh, fuck that bitch. Well, he didn't mean to. And then to me, what was what was even crazier was some of the the comments that black women themselves were saying and i'm just like weren't y'all just talking about how people never protect black women and then you just and then y'all the main ones are saying i don't think he deserved 10 years listen you do the crime you pay the time let somebody shoot you in your foot everybody who said that get shot in the foot and see if you want it want to have your accuser see if you turn to, the other cheek exactly i'm like 10 years you could do that he probably ain't gonna do the full he's 10 not anyway. gonna do 10 years no. they're gonna send his ass back to canada I mean, I don't think they should. I think they should at least make him serve at least half of that sentence here in the United States. Where is he going to serve in California? Uh, that I don't know. But you know what the thing is? I think people forget that. I, I think this is the biggest thing um, that people forget about this whole Megan Thee Stallion and Tory Lane's case. The reality is that Megan Thee Stallion to this day has still never pressed charges on Tory Lane's. The state pressed charges on Correct. him. Correct. Because she, once you call the cops, exactly, and some shit pops off, the cops can press charges. They can't, and allegedly, she even lied about the situation to protect him so that they wouldn't shoot and kill him. So people talking about, oh, she, I can't believe she would do this. She didn't do shit because she still has never pressed charges on Tory Lanez. Uh-uh. The state, it's it's not the Megan Thee Stallion versus a Tory Lanez case. This is the state versus Tory Lanez because when you break. The state's He was already on probation anyway because he was caught with the weapon. They get to bring charges against you. Thank you. He was already on probation and you out here with the fuck shit. So don't sit here and talk about, oh, it's Megan's fault. No, 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 no. Because she lied. She allegedly told a half truth or a false truth about the situation to to protect protect a black person. Exactly. Because wasn't this like right after the George Floyd situation had happened? Mm -hmm. So I'm just like, y'all. Because remember, she was, they were like, why did you lie? And she was like, there was some crazy shit going on. And I'm black too. And I don't know. They just had guns out. And I don't know if they're going to shoot him or shoot me or what the hell is going on. They had a whole chopper in the sky Mm -hmm. with a a spotlight on her, telling her to back up and walk backwards with a, a bullet in her foot. Like, are y'all kidding me? But then you're talking about, I don't think he deserved 10 years. Oh my God. Go to hell. Please go to hell. And then, she looks so good, though. Have you seen her recently? Who makes this out? Yeah, she's oh, not beautiful. posting very much. She's kind of. At, she deserves to do whatever she wants. She looks and like stay she in is, if she wants to, but she looks good. She looks like she is well hydrated, been mm-hmm. working out, looking like she is at peace. Looking and I love like that her, her. freaking. What is it called when someone goes after you? 
her assailant oh. is behind bars. That's what she looks Absolutely. like. Absolutely. She, she can sleep peacefully. Well, I think what was very interesting was how in the news too, people uh, <laughs> apparently people did some uh, spe- specifically Iggy Azalea and Mario, the singer. Iggy Azalea is always saying some shit. Um, they wrote letters to about Tory Lanez to the judge, basically trying to like a character, witness. yeah, like a character witness or whatever, saying like, oh, you know, blah blah blah. So of course, when it came out, she was like, wait a minute, I thought this was gonna be private, and it's like, also, bitch, no. I'm sorry, your character witnesses are Iggy Azalea and Mario. Where did Mario come from? I just I need to know the seven degrees. I need to know. When his lawyer was like, hey, we need some character witnesses. Who will testify to your character? And he was like, Iggy. call Iggy, call Mario. I, I'm still not forgiving T.I. for that, for Iggy Azalea. I'm just mm. not. Like, I, I get it. You want to do something new and maybe you want to put Eminem on your team, but that ain't that wasn't it. Iggy Azalea was not the person. You no. should have left her ass in Australia. Uh, but anyway, um, speaking of overseas, well, speaking of like the law stuff, what were you talking about Tyrese? Uh, I feel like... Tyrese is always doing something. Always. This may be good, maybe bad. Don't know. Okay. Jury's still out. Yeah. He is suing Home Depot for a million dollars. Uh, why? Supposedly he was with two guys who were, um, I guess, con- they were contracted to do work on his house. Oh yeah, yeah. And that. Uh, because he he went with them to pick up some stuff from Home Depot, mm-hmm. and he was like, um, I think they went inside, they bought some things. He was like, you know, I'm Tyrese. I'm gonna cause a scene. Yeah. I've got to go. Yeah. Which. Eh. Was it like the bow wow thing? He was like, all these kids don't know who I am. I was like, yeah, bitch, they don't know who you are. Yeah, so he's like, I'm going to go wait in the car here, take my credit card, buy the shit, let's go outside. So I think they were, because something weird happened with the cash cashier that she mm-hmm. was like, uh, this isn't your card, I'm not going to run it. And then mm-hmm. even after he came in, she was like, this isn't your card, there's something weird going on, I'm not running this, I'm not doing the transaction. And Tyrese is alleging that they were racially profiled. Mm. That's why he's suing Home Depot. Gotcha. Well, to me, this seems like a principal case versus an actual, I want, um, justice to a degree. I won't say justice, but, um, cause if he's only suing for a million dollars, Tyrese got way more than a million. I think he owed that more much to his baby mama, a child support in a month. Congratulations. Oh, I think he's just like, he was like, I'm gonna sue y'all. Yeah. And I think he's, he's I think he, he's doing it just for the principle of it because he's was, you know, allegedly. I want fuck you money like that. I mean, you know, there's a lot of people who don't mind spending money in litigation yeah that's what i'm just like i wish i i eat cardi b <laughs> truly i wish i had the money and the time yeah i, I, I mean, do not litigation is something interesting that's all also, i can say stop treating people like shit and then you won't be sued if you just treat people nicely and if you treat people and you don't break the law you won't be sued it's the very law. simple I it's know. very simple one plus just, one you know it, it's very simple speaking of uh, uh the law uh <sighs> What were you telling me about, or what were we talking about uh, in Texas? There's a new law or something that's being put in place with teachers and like uh, school boards and school systems. Cause I know your mom is a teacher, but specifically with like librarians and shit. I don't know what's going on in Houston, Texas. Yeah. But the girlies, the teacher girlies specifically mm-hmm. are upset. So are the parents. There's been a lot of changes to the school, like HISD school district and all yeah. of these things. And then it came out last week that they, have decided to turn like 80 libraries throughout the city into these behavioral centers, basically, for children who are misbehaved. Is that something like uh, in-school suspension, like ISS and stuff? I don't know the- Did you ever get put in ISS? Absolutely not. No? No. I I practically lived there. I'm I'm kidding. I I only went a few times. But you know where I was all the time? The fucking library. 
Really? Yes. Nerd. Well, <laughs> well, look, look behind us. <laughs> I know. I love a reading rainbow moment. Yeah. I just, and so people are like, you can't just take the libraries from our school. Yeah. To put these children into. So, okay, here, here's my question. Are schools really utilizing librarians? Like, I think because, okay, I'll say this. When I was in school, because I'm 10 years older than you, when I was in school, we had the Dewey Decimal System, okay? Oh, my God. And so, <laughs> so when we had the Dewey, because we had the Dewey Decimal System, we actually had librarians that had to take us through the process of research and looking up stuff because we really needed to know where this stuff was. But now that you have Google and, you know, uh, uh, you know, Yahoo and all this other kind of stuff. Mm -hmm. And you can navigate through these websites kind of on your own independently. What are librarians really doing in school? Only because I have not been in school in a very long time. So I'm not saying that they're not useful. That's not what I'm saying. I'm just asking. That's what it sounded like. No, no, no. I'm asking a genuine question. What are librarians doing nowadays in secondary education schools? Well, you first have to have a degree in library sciences. There's a degree there, in library sciences. You have to get a science. degree in library sciences. Yeah, did you wow, know that? Wow, I did not know um, that. Yeah, we should go get one. Um, no, I'm not going to get one. I know, I I mean, at my high school, our librarian was extremely underutilized, but I remember specifically going to the library and the librarian teaching us research, like how to research. Right. And like first, second, third hand sources mm-hmm. and things like that for writing papers. Yeah. I think more in elementary schools and things it's like um choosing books for your reading level and knowing your reading level Mm -hmm. and other stuff like that yeah i don't know specifically what librarians do i wish i was one though how fun would that be i mean it just seems like it's a very quiet job which i would like (laughs) (laughs) i mean yeah it does because every time you're in the library everybody shh and even too i don't know if they were considered librarians when i was at um when i was in grad school because of course i didn't go to the library in undergrad because it was easy but whatever um (laughs) in grad school specifically at florida state university because i didn't go to florida state but their library was open later than famu's and so when we would go there of course there was always people that were there checking out certain books that you needed to be checked out Mm -hmm. so i'm like were they really librarians or were they just like customer service representatives that were i want to say those are like workers yeah yeah you're asking very good questions. If there is a librarian out there, we'd yes. love to know, Please let us know exactly what you do. Because I, you have to get a whole ass degree. I know you do. And this stuff. is not a dig. We we genuinely want to know, like, what is your job description like? Because because technology has advanced so much mm-hmm. in the computers and and with research. I mean, now these kids have Chat GPT that they can go and look up information. Yeah. Versus before, again, we literally had to take a card take it to this little area and look for the numbers and the letter that corresponded with it to help you do research. But since, you know, technology has allowed it to be a lot more efficient, I would really want to know from these librarians what their job looks like on a day-to-day basis. So if you are a librarian, let us know in the comments what your day-to-day actually looks like. Also, how much do you get paid? For real. Of course should they get paid a good amount. They have a whole damn degree for it. Yeah. Like, I didn't even know that was really a thing. Library sciences, baby. That's crazy. That's, I, I think that's awesome, though. But yeah, so parents in Houston are livid right now because they're like, okay, so my child doesn't get, like, I, my child is being denied this, you know, resource that we would have thought was just, like, a basic necessity in a school. Right. How the hell do you have a school without a library? That's what I'm saying. That's, like, you have where, to have where books. Where the hell do you put the books? Exactly. And, too, for, for reading, for, for reading comprehension and for children to be on you know, reading levels that they need to be yeah. on. They need to have a library and a space as opposed to just having cell Prisons phones. Prisons have and libraries. Being, 
Exactly. I mean, their books are outdated. I mean, I mean, but they got a place to put them. That's true. Well, pre- school to prison pipeline. You know, mm-hmm. what were you telling? Me? <laughs> I'm just that's what they do. What were you talking about? Uh, kids and um, speaking of kids, kids and social with regard to social media in Illinois specifically. Illinois, which nobody goes there. Chicago, Chicago. <laughs> but I've also heard Chicago's not Illinois, so take that as you will. But it's almost like Miami's not Fort Lauderdale. I mean, uh, not Florida. Florida. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Also, how like Austin's not Texas. Pretty much. Love that. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> a law just got passed in Illinois, and basically, if you are a parent profiting off of showing your children on social media, you now legally have to allot them a percentage of your earnings i love that which yeah you fucking should yeah because some of these parents make their whole entire channel their kids like chicken lee have you ever seen her who chicken lee this lady who her daughter she calls her chicken lee no okay well anyway well, when i say this i'm not specifically talking about uh jayla and like auntie nay and like uh braylon and nyla we ain't talking about them because we love those kids they're amazing <laughs> but i'm just saying some some parents like the one little boy who makes like a gazillion dollars just reviewing uh toys on youtube mm-hmm. and this boy has like every video has like 100 million views and i'm yeah. like i know your parents are banking and i hope that boy is able to profit off that when yeah. he turns 18 you would like to think that of course these parents are putting aside some of this money right. considering all the content is centered around this child who has no say so i doubt it but i doubt it so did they say a percentage that the parents have to put aside or? I, yeah but i didn't read what it was oh, okay that's okay <laughs> no worries as long as we know that you me my new children because remember um what's his name you probably don't remember obviously because you were too young um emmanuel lewis or was it gary the little coleman? boy gary coleman yeah i think he was the one that sued his parents because they were taking his money allegedly gary coleman it was either him is or from emmanuel, uh different strokes different strokes mm-hmm. different folks yes with um there he was him and his brother what you talking about willis um, I know those things. <laughs> are you are you trying to convince me? Or are you trying yeah, to convince I know those things. Awesome, that's great for you. I'm I, I'm happy for you. But um, I think it was either Emmanuel Lewis because he played Webster or um, Gary Coleman that sued their parents. And they they're not the first child celebrities to do that though. There's yeah. a lot of people who sued their parents. I I'm just can't sure. imagine like. I don't know. Can you imagine your parents having all this money and you're like, oh, it's because of me. Like you're three or four. Okay. Well, to play, growing up to play devil's advocate, I can understand from the parents perspective why they would take more of the money because who's taking you to auditions. I have now me being your manager. I now have to have, I now cannot have a regular nine to five. Mm-hmm. You are my nine to five. So I have to get paid as well too, as your manager in order for us to be able to sustain our lifestyle and to be able to have a roof over your head clothes yeah. on your back well, not even that bitch you're my kid i've made you exactly. i clothe you i feed you but i do you're gonna do what i say but i i do think too there should be a requirement where you know how people um set up like llc's for their children yeah and they make their children employees and stuff like that i think you yeah. should be able to do that and then they can get a lump sum when they turn 18 it's or 21 just wild or what social media is now and what you can do I th- also i think parents need to be very careful about sharing their children on social you media. you do not know who is looking at your child on social Seriously. media and why they're looking at your child on social media there's this one guy on tiktok he's a um like a muscle-bound white guy with white hair and he has this very like mysterious like first 48 narrator voice mm-hmm. and he talks about um uh different predator type things to look out for as adults and as with children and stuff like that but he was also talking about he was like you know parents y'all need to be careful because you get a video and you have this cute little kid on there and they're doing whatever that's cute but then you have a million views but then you have twenty nine thousand saves 
And it's like, well, why are grown adults saving these yeah. videos? And you don't know what they're doing with them later. It's different if you're stitching it and you're mm -hmm. remixing it or whatever, you're laughing at it or whatever. But there, I mean, the fact that you could have 30,000 strangers saving a video have of you your child. Have you seen the people that go through the comments and these men on this, like a three-year-old girl, they'll be like, cute dress. Oh, like she's making that smile for a reason. Oh, I can't wait. Like oh, she's so going to be creepy. a looker when she gets older. Oh, the, weird shit that's so creepy weird shit remember you used to be like you see a little a little boy and you'd be like oh my gosh he's gonna be a heartbreaker he's so handsome like something innocent which is like that much different vibe than what's going on it is it's kind of a double standard because you can say that to a little boy but when people say that to a little girl it's like you're a creep but do you think it's because women say that to little boys and men say it to little girls and men yes. are fucking creepy absolutely yeah because okay here's the thing and i'm not saying it doesn't exist because it absolutely does exist but do you feel like there are more male predators? Hundred percent. Pedophiles. Eight hundred and ninety-seven percent. Because I, I feel I like think statistically, that I feel is like there are less female pedophiles versus like the women. The women who take advantage of of kids, it's mostly like these high school kids that they're sleeping with or whatever. Mm -hmm. Like a teacher gets caught with like a fifteen-year-old or a sixteen-year-old versus getting caught with a four or five-year-old, and like yeah. the men, they are the ones who are going predatorily at going after elementary school age kids i know statistically more men than women are pedophiles but they still don't know if it's because socially it's like very taboo for a man to come out and say that they've been abused or if it's True. actually the numbers that are lower mm. but vibe wise i feel like it's a lot hard like a woman can say something and you're like oh it's kind of weird but i'm yeah. not creeped out and if a man says i'm like you're a fucking creep get away from him he's yeah. scary well even in healthcare, it's a double standard because we as females in healthcare, it's very easy for us to clean up a male patient, but then mm -hmm. it's kind of like sus when a male nurse d cleans up a female patient. And yeah. it's like, even though you're a nurse, it's just like, no, nah, just let, let us do it. Mm -hmm. And like, even I've had coworkers like oh, male OTs who have just been like, hey, do you mind just taking her? Like, I need to see, but I'm going to, you know, can you go in there with her yeah. or whatever the case may be? Because it, it's especially it is young women. Oh, of course. Absolutely. You, know, you just never know. But then you have some of these old women who are nasty. And they're just like, ooh, I want you to give me a sponge bath, sir. And it's like, Miss Johnson, can you not try to sexually but, harass? And even then, like if an if an older man makes an inappropriate comment in the yeah. hospital, we're, I feel like so abruptly everyone's like, no, no, sir. I like shuts it down. Absolutely not. This True. is inappropriate. If a f female patient an older female patient makes an inappropriate comment. People are like, she's crazy. They'll laugh it off. They'll laugh it yeah, off. Yeah, absolutely. Well, speaking of some other things in, in kind of in healthcare, especially with kids, uh, this is, a, this is going to be a little bit dark. I do apologize, but we got to bring awareness to it. Um, in Atlanta this past week, we heard a Where story the play. and they ride them things like every day. Um, we had a story that came out of Atlanta um, an OBGYN type story or a, a maternal story oh, that happened. Um, unfortunately, there was this uh, particular case of this young mom and dad who experienced what no one ever should experience in healthcare at all, ever in life. Um, let me find the story real quick because I had it and I screenshot it and then I lost it. Where is the story? God damn it. Ready to go. Oh, here it is. Okay. So um, a couple has now filed a lawsuit against a particular uh, physician. Um, this comes right out of uh, uh, Southern Regional Medical Center in Riverdale, Georgia. And um, what ended up happening was the parents are alleging that the mother went in to deliver her baby. Mm -hmm. And 
um, was laboring. The shoulders were basically stuck. The baby was suffering from shoulder dystocia, where the, the shoulders get stuck and stuck where? they uh, in the vaginal canal or they can't oh. come out like in the pelvis. Yeah, that happens. You know what? I, okay, pause. When I used to work in labor and delivery, we've had patients or like babies who um, they actually broke their clavicle because they couldn't get them out. No. And but the thing is, it, it feels like rice krispies, but babies bones are very a soft. snap crackle pop bitch yeah. no oh my god yeah. my vagina no absolutely Child not childbirth is not anything to i play would with, say y'all. put her back she's not ready we'll do this again next week no but Fuck she's actively that. coming out that. <laughs> you so, know but yeah so anyway it's, the the which, like i'm sure say? that happens oh yeah definitely i you don't i don't i'm not saying you anybody yeah, i don't right. think about that because i'm like oh yeah baby comes out cool whatever yeah exactly like you you're, you're telling me their shoulders get stuck absolutely fuck no yeah absolutely absolutely that childbirth is nothing to play with childbirth is nothing to play with so anyway this um this particular couple they they were the mother was in labor and she asked for a c-section allegedly the doctor said no delayed the c-section then finally had to do a stat c-section because the baby obviously was stuck and um per the reports allegedly the baby's torso that, that, that the doctor is being accused of using excessive force to get this baby out. So much so that the body was apparently delivered via C-section and the head was delivered vaginally. And that they apparently delayed giving the baby to the mom for her to hold and that they allegedly propped up the baby's head onto its body and wrapped the baby really tight in uh, a blanket and were allegedly, allegedly, um, basically trying to get the mom to delay doing an autopsy or to pro- avoid doing an autopsy um, and kind of rushing her through this whole process. And it wasn't until allegedly the funeral home contacted the parents and was just what like, y'all need to do an autopsy because this shit ain't right. Y'all baby's been decapitated. Like, I wasn't going to notice that my baby's head was disconnected from his body? Exactly. Well, I don't, well, here's the thing. Awesome I, Humpty Dumpty shit. I think you can. You that's something that you can see because I, I've been in unfortunately because I work. You've seen a baby's head come off no, of no, his no, body. No, 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 no. But I'm saying when they when a baby passes away, um, at the hospital, they do wrap that baby, and very seldom. Oh, I won't say very seldom. Sometimes parents don't unswaddle the baby, and unless they want to do pictures and all that kind of stuff. But sometimes they just hold the baby in that blanket and they hold them for however long they want to hold them for. And then once they're ready to give them back to the nurse, the nurse then takes the baby and they do whatever, take them to the funeral home, if they cremate them, whatever the case may be. So I can see how she probably didn't see Prison. that. Prison. Yeah. Jail. Right. So apparently the, this doctor, um, I, I, I think that's why, again, we keep talking about, mater- and this mom was black and the doctor was black. It doesn't matter what the race of the doctor Prison is at jail. this point, but at the same time, it's like no mother should have to go through anything like this. And this is why we keep saying too, here in the United States, the maternal mortality rate, the more the maternal fetal mortality rate is so high in this country when it's like, this is the supposed United States. We're supposed to have the cream of the crop of everything. World. But not even for developed. Like, come on now. Y'all are doing stem cells and shit. Listen, the more and more I hear, the more and more I'm leaning towards home birth. Yeah, true. I never thought I would say that because I was like, that is crazy. There's so much shit that can happen. But I'm just like, I'm hearing more and more crazy stuff happening in hospitals. And it's just like the way babies are doing. Like, Mm -hmm. we're supposed to have babies standing up. Did you know that? I didn't know that. Yeah, because gravity is supposed to assist you. 
Yeah, but yeah. then, you know, some guy was like, hey, we're going to do this laying down, and mm -hmm. now everyone lays down. Exactly. And you're going against gravity. Yeah, so I'm just like, I don't know. I'm real, I, I'm way more open to home births than I thought. And then you hear shit like yeah. this. How the hell are you telling me that you want to cut open my stomach to get this baby out, and you fucking severed the head? Well, see, that's the thing. I don't, I, I'm, I'm really anxious to see, like, the details, if they will even come out of this case, because I'm just like, how did you, how was the baby decapitated? Like, was it, because here's the thing, with a scalpel, we've all held a scalpel in our hand, because you, you, yeah, I've been you, around a scalpel. Exactly, because we've all had to dissect cadavers, right? Yeah, cadavers, that's so, why I had a scalpel. But doing a C-section, you're not using a fucking machete no. to be cutting, so you have to be careful and cut layers at a time. You gotta cut skin, you it's gotta cut It's not like fashion. you're just fucking stabbing and going exactly, to town. Exactly, exactly. So that's why I'm just like, Prison, how the fuck did jail. you do that? Was this your first rodeo, dude? Uh, apparently she's been a doctor for a while and i'm just like in the year of our lord 2023 this is what the hell was going on immediately no way this is crazy that there's this one page that i follow actually on social media y'all should follow them um they uh it's called midwife and uh midwife angelina and she's actually in atlanta i love her videos that she posts because she posts huh. a lot of her patients who are doing home births and stuff like that and how she is walking these women through um just allowing their bodies to labor. And a lot of times the women are freaking out because of the pain and stuff. And they're just like, Angelina, help me. And she's like, uh-uh, ain't no help. Just let your body do what it's supposed to do. And they're but I don't know what it's supposed to do. You're, you're, trust me, your body will do what it needs to do in order to, to deliver this baby. But I, I think it's just beautiful. Like you see more and a, a lot of the, um, well, what she shows is a lot of the people that she, a lot of the clients that she has are actually black women. And I mean, she shows where there's a lot of blood and whatnot, but at the same time, these women feel in a safe environment. You're in the, the safety of your own home. You have your own music going. You don't have all these restrictions and rules and regulations from the hospital and whatnot. Um, but yeah, home My question are definitely is a big who thing. cleans out the pool? Uh, probably the midwife. Because I'm not doing it. Because they're the one who set it up. That grosses me out. Like, I think well, about stuff like that childbirth is gross i yeah. mean there if you're a person who doesn't like blood and guts then you're not gonna like childbirth you huh? poop during childbirth people poop all the time like you're telling me that i could like the just that's normal the water it's the water it's like this everything sitting in this pool of water that's the only but thing that's that at stops the end. from home birth that's at the end you're not shitting in the water the whole who knows 12 hours that you're there who well, knows if, but even if you do poop you just the whoever your midwife or your doula is they just pull it out it's the same thing as if you were in a in like the jacuzzi bath or whatever at the hospital bleach that shit well yeah but i mean you trust me you're gonna be in so much pain you're not gonna th be thinking about that shit that's true yeah I mean, I've, I've definitely seen people. I mean, in my, well, my best friend probably won't want to tell you this, but one of her sons, she pooped. It was fine. Yeah, but here's the story anyway. But he, she pooped. It was fine. Um, but that story is actually insane and traumatic. Like, um, also, if I told you I want a C-section, it's time for my C-section. Give me the name C-section. Well, and I think that goes back to a whole nother point about just the safety. I have with, bodily autonomy. Thank you. Like, if somebody is telling you that they're in pain, like, let's normalize listening to people. And I get it that people may be drug seekers, but who gives a fuck? If somebody is a drug seeker, let them get some drugs. God damn. Especially when they're, they're in the hospital. They're doing the best they can. But you, you as a per, you as a clinician, as a, a, um, what is the word? A prescribing physician or clinician, you cannot tell a patient that they are not in pain. I agree. We are taught that you need to, uh, tailor your plan of care to 
you know, accommodate the symptoms of what that patient is having. And guess what? If they want to just get high on opioids, you need to just write. Y'all started the opioid epidemic in the first place. Thank you. And, and now be- you want to go back in this and fucking tailor shit and not give out prescriptions and wean people off of these medications. Big Pharma ain't complaining. I'm tired of being yelled at because everybody's in pain. I got yelled at today because someone's in pain because he wanted Percocet on top of his Dilaudid. I don't care. Give it to him. Exactly. That's what I'm saying. Just give the people the goddamn pain meds. Like, Jesus. Sort out the rest of that shit later. Offer them counseling, whatever. But at the time <laughs> they are talking about they are in pain, listen to people's pain because pain is real. Yeah. I tell my patients all the time. I'm like, listen. I, I don't care if I come in your room and you're nice and calm and be like, my pain's a 10 out of 10. Not Mr. Johnson. Even though I know, it, even though it does not appear that your pain is a 10 out of 10, I'm not going to ignore that. I'm still going to go to your nurse and say, hey, Mr. Johnson said mm-hmm. that he's having a 10 out of 10 pain in his left shoulder, whatever the case may be. Now, we're still going to do therapy, but if you tell me I'm in too much pain, I'm not going to force you to do anything. You should have seen me today. I, I heard, oh, I'm so sorry. I'm in 10 out of 10. Pounds. I was like, listen, if it was me, I wouldn't get the fuck up either. So physical therapy, my ass. I feel like I would have thrown something at me already. Let me tell you something. We manipulate our patients so much telling them how wonderful therapy is. On a is good day, I'm going to manipulate the shit out of you. You know what helps your pain? Movement. Getting up and movement. Bitch, please. I, if God forbid I was ever in the hospital, I would look at my physical therapist like they are straight crazy. I would flip off a bird until you get the fuck out of my room. I had this woman with a pelvic fracture, non-operative. Oh, jeez. And she looked at me and she's like, I'm trying, but it just hurts so bad I can't. And I said, ma'am, if I was, if we, if these positions were switched, I wouldn't have even let a word come out of my mouth. No. I'm not getting the fuck up. As soon as I saw that walker. My ass is broken. Yeah. As soon as I would have saw that walker, you might as well walk your ass back up out of this room. I'm I'm not not doing it. I'm not fucking doing it. People with, I mean, we have, we treat patients with open heart surgery heart transplant the day after surgery yeah yo your chest just got cracked up we're like, like hi we're the best one is the next morning and they're like they just got extubated there was a tube in their mouth breathing for them like four Two hours ago, ago. <laughs> yeah and we're like they're like do you know that i had i just had surgery we're like mm-hmm. yeah. yeah still gotta get the fuck up yeah your doctor put in these uh, orders yesterday. but i want y'all to try to do that to me if you crack my chest open absolutely not, not. i'll say i'll not see you happening. tomorrow Mm-mm. i'll cut out my surgeon too hell no i'm not getting up do you realize what you just did to me yesterday? You used a rib spreader. You literally cut my sternum and had to like, wire uh, that I shit back. I gotta enjoy the last of this nerve block. I'm not wasting it. Man, I'm, I'm enjoying all the drugs while I'm here. And then once I go home, then we can talk about and it. And then my nurse asked me, 10 out of 10. I'm at 10 right now. Well, we gotta get you up to the chair. We're gonna tell 10. the doctor. I'll tell him for you. I'm not getting up. This is stupid. But on the backs of that traumatic story, um, there was one um, kind of situation that occurred um that's on the brighter side, I guess, if there's ever I'll take a bright side. For maternal health, uh, the FDA has now approved a blood test that can actually identify pregnant women that are at risk for preeclampsia. And this is actually the first uh, um, advance that they've had in being able to diagnose this condition. As we know, um, I think it was allegedly Serena Williams dealt with preeclampsia at uh-huh. one point and she had blood clots and all that What kind of in stuff. the blood test would tell you you're at risk for preeclampsia? I thought it was just high blood pressure. Yeah, but it may be some other like... Uh, Maybe like high ketones or something. I don't know. Science is wild. It is. Well, good for them. I mean, if they can detect, you know, your risk of getting, well, that's a bit different because they can t- detect like your risk of getting cancer, like ge- genetic mm-hmm. testing and all that kind of stuff. Maybe it's like a genetic, genetically predisposed test or something. Maybe. Like that. that's, that's just great, pretty serious though. though. But it is. And it, and it absolutely affects more women of color than it affects any other race of people. And so, which is just white. <laughs> right than any of the other races <laughs> primarily the white ones right because you have white and the people of color right isn't yeah. that it okay i was gonna say there's nothing else <laughs> well that's uh, cool yeah so 
Oh. I wonder, I feel like there was a lot of people having babies pre-COVID or post-COVID. Yes. I wonder if it's died down or people are still. No, I think people are still banging. Damn. Definitely. You know why? They all want that tax refund. Yes. It's the only way to make it these days. Absolutely. What were you telling me? Speaking of babies, what were you talking about, Sierra? Speaking of babies, Russell Ding did it again. Sierra is pregnant with Yay. baby number three. What the hell? It's all the way down. <laughs> like what baby the- number three. Congratulations. She Wilson just needs, she loves just being knocked up by a millionaire. And I love that for her. I love that for her too. I love her too. And she just made a whole video and song with Chris Brown. And she's she like, did. now I'm pregnant. Yeah. Living her best life. I love that for her. My favorite is when they post pictures of like um Ow. little future and her and Russell. And I'm just like, this is just such a cute family. Yeah. I love that for and her. And the future is off fucking in the middle of nowhere being pissed off mm-hmm. that his baby mama is, has moved on um what were you talking about hawaii we got to talk about it there i y'all have had to have seen the fires in hawaii at this point mm-hmm. they are insane i think like 89 people have died which is yeah. crazy yeah it looks so i love hawaii the whole one time i was there i've never been to hawaii well shit well now we gotta go well not right maybe now. not now no it's so sad and i I just like, what do you, fires freak me. I had a dream the other day, not a dream, maybe a daydream. You know, okay. when you just like space out a vision. Cause I was thinking like, as I'm sitting here right now, like just you and me, mm-hmm. like, what if there's a fire right now? What do you grab? And I was like, I got to grab my passport. True. Because that's just hard to get back. I said, it really and is. I was like, yeah, okay. I'd grab my passport and I'd get the fuck out. Yeah. But you just, you lose everything. We had a family friend that's house caught on fire a couple of years ago. And I'm like, mm-hmm. you just don't even know what's in your house true very very true i mean i think um so unfortunately i did go down this rabbit hole on tiktok of conspiracy course. talk because you know I, i'm a conspiracy theorist anyway and people were saying that apparently there was some kind of laser beam that came down because i'm gonna just be honest with you the way that some of these pictures look like there's like dozens of cars on a highway that are all just like burnt up and i'm like well yeah because weren't they like driving and then the fires came and they stopped? yeah then they stopped but i'm just like but it's on the concrete. I don't know. It just seems like some like the government just said we got aliens, and all of a sudden now a laser beam comes. Is this an alien attack? Shit. This is like a Independence Day. You know what I'm saying? Like I don't. It just seems really weird. Because these are wildfires, right? Allegedly, that just start wildly. That just start wildly. I guess somebody throws a cigarette out there, or you know, any any kind of way. I did see that Oprah, because you know Oprah lives. Uh, Dude, in a Hawaii. lot of famous people have houses right in wherever this area is. Yeah, because the uh, was it Stevie Nicks? Stephen Fleetwood Mac. You can't ask me that. I don't know. I know who Fleetwood Mac is. Just posted and was like, you know, I have this house out there. It's right Mm -hmm. by this town. Like all of these people. I'm like, were we missing out on something? Apparently Oprah has about 2,000 acres of land out there, but she was out there giving out blankets and whatnot. Cause she, she, um, um, she did like a press conference and she was saying, not a press conference, but people were just asking her about what she was donating and stuff. And she was like, well, first I I made a trip first to see what people actually needed versus just thinking, oh, they need clothes and whatever. She's like, no, people need actual blankets and, you know, underwear and socks and all that other kind of stuff. And so um, I think Floyd Mayweather also too allegedly um, was um, paying for flights for people to to uh, be taken away from the island and things. Jeff of that Bez nature. just donated a bunch of money. That's awesome. Well, that's what As they he should, should do. He's a freaking. That's millionaire. what they should do. I, I think it's sad because it's like these islands are so beautiful, and 
they just get hit by the worst catastrophic mm-hmm. natural events like Haiti, Jamaica, Puerto Rico, Cuba. They get blown away like every single year during like hurricane yeah. season, earthquakes, all kind of crazy shit. And it's like also, they can't even recover because something else yeah. happens again. Hawaii is not a cheap place to be. Those people no. don't have money like that. No, they don't. Like, they are just living to get by. And they don't want uh people coming to visit yeah this is like one of the i think they said it's the the, one of the deadliest wildfires in like the last hundred years yeah i believe it it looks like the video of the videos and the pictures it looks post-apocalyptic it It looks crazy it really does oh that's scary and it just takes forever for that shit to go back and then we're still in hurricane season well that's true you know what i'm saying so it's just like damn like you know people's people you work all the all these years for a house and a car and to retire and then have it all taken away within a couple of minutes. You and know, that's why you buy insurance on your house. Well, that's not even the point. I mean, that's not even working now because did you hear about in Florida? A lot of insurance companies are pulling out of the state of Florida. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> you No, you can't do that. Yeah, they actually can. Well, I just can't have insurance in Florida. It's no, kind of expensive. It's it's basically like they they may cover you until the end of your term, but then when you try to go renew, they're not going to renew. Why? Because Florida's about to sink into the ocean. No, or I think it's I think it has something to do allegedly with DeSantis. Because mm. they're pulling a lot, but also too, they're not making money because with these hurricanes and stuff that have happened. I think um, what was the last one? Was it Harvey? No, that was so long ago. Yeah, but they but Florida gets hit by shit all the time though. But you have all these people who are paying paying these premiums, and you know their roof blows off. Well, the insurance company is not making no money when you got two hundred thousand houses to insure. Because even AAA allegedly was was the latest one that pulled out of Florida. Damn. So they're not crazy. they're not allowing any they're not taking any new clients or any new uh, insurers. But I think when they when it comes to uh, renewing, they're probably not going to be able to renew. That is wild. That's horrible. What are people supposed to do? That's what I'm saying. Why is it so hard to live a life these days? That we didn't even ask for. That I didn't even ask for. We didn't even ask, ask I didn't spread my legs. Planet. No, my, my mom and dad did. Well, I don't know if my dad did, but my mom definitely did. <laughs> hey. <laughs> I'm just saying. I don't I don't even want to know. I feel the same way. This is trash. I went to the grocery store finally for the first time. I just bought a couple things. But I haven't been since I got back from Europe. Yeah. I was appalled. Everything is so goddamn expensive. Yeah. For Grapes, what? Everything peanut butter was like four dollars yeah that she used to be 98 cents mm-hmm. and especially when you get like the little cheap snacks like lay stacks used to be like a dollar 29 now it's like 298 or like doritos used to be two for five now it's like 398 i literally can't afford to Walmart? eat yeah I mean, I'm, I'm gonna eat i mean i'm just like i can't afford gas i can't afford food i, I can still afford s- wine surprisingly that still makes it in the cart because you don't eat girl dinner girl girl, yeah girl dinner is definitely wine heavy these days well i'll I'll tell you what else is uh kind of heavy the consumption and the sale of human meat have you heard about that why would i have heard about that girl listen let me tell you something i don't know what the hell the united states is doing human but y'all own the fuck shit human beings human being meat like human being meat (laughs) okay there's this company called um, human being meat there's this company called Good Harvest, right? And this is all oh, alleged. Of them. This is all alleged. <gasps> they're serving human bean meat. And their slogan is made by humans from humans. So apparently they're taking like stem cells or whatever and creating meat. And I'm like, why not just use the cows and the chickens? Why do we have to go to cannibalism? And are other countries doing this shit? Here's my question. Serious question. If it's made with 
humans and not animals is it it vegetarian no that's not it's still meat well but it's not like animal meat we are animal we are a species we are hmm we just not supposed to eat each other in that in that regard sexually maybe i'm I'm just saying but like cannibalistically that can't be good for your digestive system no like it and it who why this is not the walking dead why are we doing this they're putting some they're using stem cells to create meat Uh, allegedly like stem cells and whatnot why can't i just eat meat this is why i'm vegetarian this is exactly what i've been vegetarian 12 years now why can't God made the cows. God made the chickens. Food That's chain. what I would love to eat. The food chain. Like, I, I don't get it. I'm telling you, I didn't have this problem when I was out of this country. That's what I'm like. Is any other country out there now approving the consumption and the sale of human meat? How am I supposed to know if my meat's human you or animal? You don't know. Are you human or are you dancer? Because Because legislation has now said, allegedly, that these companies don't have to tell you if it's human meat or not. Oh, I think the fuck they do. If my fucking dino nuggets have human <laughs> meat in them, I'll riot in the street. I'm sorry. You're almost 30 and you're eating dino nuggets. Good is good. <laughs> and I like food that's shaped fun. Okay. <laughs> There's nothing wrong with the dino nugget. Yeah, you definitely have ADHD. <laughs> dino nuggets. You got to bite the head off first. Everyone knows that. I mean, I like Teddy Graham, so I'm not going to judge you. Oh, I've had a Teddy Graham in a minute. What? Teddy Grahams are amazing. What? Why is that surprising? I'm 30 Graham. years old. I haven't had a Teddy Graham in a while. Let me tell you something. My dad, before my dad passed away, he was like really anal about Teddy Grahams. So every time my mom would go to the hospital, this is when he was sick, he's be like, oh, can you call your mom and make sure she don't forget my Teddy Grahams? <laughs> Wait, what are your favorite oh, Teddy Grahams? The chocolate. Okay. I really like the cinnamon ones. The cinnamon ones are good too. That's a second for me. Yeah. I don't like the chocolate chip ones because they changed the recipe. Um, were there s'mores? Were those graham crack? I mean, were they um, honey, honey? What the fuck are they called? Teddy grams, Teddy grams. or were they goldfish? Goldfish started s'mores making or goldfish. Gold, okay, I liked yeah. the s'mores goldfish, but the they had an Teddy Oreo grams. cookies and cream one too. Ooh, I like the goldfish. honey ones too. Honey ones are really mm. good, but I, the chocolate is my favorite. Like, but yeah, they changed the chocolate. I'm gonna have chip. to go some Teddy grams. Yeah, my dad I was like, "You're 72, dude, and you're." Uh, make sure you get my teddy grams <laughs> okay teddy please get grams. this man's teddy grams those are so good they really are they definitely are um i'll tell you what else is good uh tiny homes you love a tiny home. i love a tiny home i don't think i could do it really i'm too big for a tiny home you know why i think the reason why i fell in love with tiny homes is because when i was in grad school i actually rented a carriage house and so a carriage house in tallahassee was like they the the garage was detached but it had an apartment on the top of the garage and it was basically like a mother-in-law suite so it had its own entrance out from the outside mm-hmm. but it was like 400 square feet and it had like a full kitchen and like a stackable washer and dryer full like regular sized um a bathroom a walk-in closet hmm. and then you had all your living space and so i lived there for a year before going to clinicals and it was amazing. It was all inclusive like my utilities and everything were included with it which is great. Um I had internet not cable but I just streamed it because streaming was like coming available. But um, ever since I lived in that space, I've fell in love with tiny homes. Do you not think like the tiny home gang is like elitist in a way? What do you mean? I just feel like people who own tiny homes think they're better than other people. Um, like, oh, look at me and my small carbon footprint. Okay. Yeah, but I think 
I think more so, um, I think tiny homes have been kind of like gentrified because before people were doing like, it was frowned upon to live in your van, to be a nomad. And you were just like, oh, you're homeless living in your car. Yeah. And now everybody's turning it into like YouTube channels and making shit well, tons that's of my money thing off too, of it. And with like, tiny homes too. I feel like in my head, tiny home is this like rage against the machine. I don't need all this um, consumerism. Yes. I can live in a small house. But the the way that they like jack up these tiny homes, I'm like, y'all are spending just as much money. Like $120,000 yeah. on a tiny home. Well, you're not better than me. Yeah, no, you're definitely not. Because Walmart right now actually has, uh, apparently, I don't know how true this is. It might be false. Who knows? Anywho. It may be true. Um, it may be false. You're not here for the hard hitting facts. Yeah, just, you're here for the opinion. Just go on the website and look at it. Anywho, well, Walmart is actually selling, um, apparently getting ready to start selling tiny homes that are like three to 400 square feet for about $9,500. Shut the front door. Yeah, it's like a cottage style home. What a steal. I mean, Home Depot right now has like sheds, like a 12 by 12 shed. shed. Yeah, and you can convert it into a tiny home. They have like a, a, a upstairs and downstairs. And also too, I saw this one guy on TikTok, this one father where his kids were um, in college, but they couldn't afford like apartments and stuff. But of course they wanted their freedom. So he basically put two sheds in the back of his house and converted them into like a little tiny house. I was I just think thinking like, what if you, I think the way that the economy is going, that shared housing is going to be a lot more normal yes. for older people. Like Absolutely. not even older, but just like, instead of having roommates when you're 20, 25, mm -hmm. 30, it's going to be like 30, 35, 40. Yeah. I'm like, what if we just all split a plot of land and then put a tiny, put like five tiny homes on it? True. Or like people are doing those mega mansions where they're, you know, uh, families are building like these 20,000 square foot homes. Mm -hmm. And it's like, you get three bedrooms over here, but they can all have a collective space where they can come together. I don't want yeah. that. I don't want, the, I don't want to share living no. quarters, no, but I, I would be down maybe like what's between, what's between a McMansion and a tiny home. A McMansion? Yeah. Maybe like a single for a single family house. Right, which is what right. we have now. So a home. I'll take a home. Yeah, I, I mean, I don't mind a tiny home, like a 800 square foot. I'm cool with that. Yeah, I just think a lot more Not people right now. are going to be living with friends. And like less people are getting married, more True. people are getting divorced earlier. Right. I just think there's going to be a lot, like the living situations are going to be very different because no one can afford yeah. houses anymore. Well, I think that's what you should do though. Like even like with your really good friends, if you can live together, like buying a house together makes sense or just renting a house together makes sense. Me and my best friend did that for years. We, we had an apartment together for I think two years and then we rented a, um, a three bedroom, three bath house yeah. for like two or three years. And it was amazing. But then she got married, bitch. Anyway, so, oh, we're <laughs> I know, in love. Right? Fuck off. I'm like, who cares? Take the upstairs, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> Split this shit three ways. Yeah, but, exactly. Yeah. I want to pay less rent. Exactly. But yeah, I, I definitely think that it's going to be the norm now, but I think what, what, the government is probably more than likely going to do is start to ban tiny houses being on certain properties. They're going to start mm. to try to regulate what you can and cannot put on your property. Cause 10 grand for a tiny house is nothing. It's in the amazing. Grand That's a down payment. Well, it was like five years ago. Uh, yeah, true. I don't even know if you can, what? It depends if you have FHA. Everything is so expensive. Now. Yeah, it is. I can't afford my house right now. Yeah. That's insane. And it's only going to get worse. I know. <laughs> I got some spare bedrooms if you want to rent out a room. Yeah, like <laughs> that's not to anybody else out there. <laughs> that's just crazy. What do you like? And so that's the case for so many people who are yeah. like, man, I should probably sell this house. Right. But who are you going to sell it to? Who else is going to buy it? Who are you going to sell it to? Also, where the hell am I supposed to buy a house now? 
or where yeah where are you gonna live like yeah. you're gonna move no at. i could not afford to buy this house right now i mean moving back in with my with at, like to my parents house is not an option <laughs> just yeah, i could do it for six months my, i listen, capped out my parents house is peaceful and it's quite i love my parents i always get the best sleep when i go home but to come what and is go, it about being home it's i don't know it's just it's like a womb it is yeah. it really is as soon as i get to my mom she's like you gotta go lay down i'm like yeah, absolutely and you fall right asleep right like asleep. it's just a peaceful place because kids aren't there but i mean to to live there all the time like that's my only place of refuge <laughs> no i can live there for a couple of months and help you out and I stuff but other than six that, months I, and i don't even have long. a bad mom she just no. wanted to know where i was all the time or wanted me home i you said what to the grocery store with me exactly i'm like why do i need to be home you don't even want to talk to me you're in the other room she's like i just like it when everyone's here yeah it's like just the quality time yeah yeah i know no no, no. i can't do it no I, I, listen my place is a place of peace and i want to talk to the top of my lungs when i want to and walk around naked and i can't do that also house. there's something so care, satisfying about the fact that if i want to not be seen by the world for a significant portion of time i can Absolutely. do that if yeah. i don't want to flex my vocal cords right for 48 hours i can do that i don't have to worry about other guests coming to my house that i don't want to see and i'm like yeah. damn now i gotta go put on a bra what the hell never like, I could just look at you out of, not even out of people, out of my security camera, just be like, you didn't call first. I control the AC, the volume, listen, the company. My mom was just here, and I told her very specifically, she was like, oh, your house is so cold. Put on a jacket. I'm not turning it down. I'm not turning it <laughs> my up. My house. Not doing it. My rules. My mom already, that's why I'm like, I got a little space heater for you. Here you go in your room, because I am not adjusting my temperature for you. I'm not, I love you, but I'm not it's 107 degrees I, I did my time i paid it yeah it's I'm paid not, mm -mm. listen I, I'm, I'm okay paying that 300 uh electricity bill i'm cool with that <laughs> uh anyway what were you talking about the will of fortune drama will of uh, fortune. fortune i actually don't know about that. okay well, that's okay uh vanna white not vanna white yes yeah. <laughs> vanna white wait a second i was like so vanna white apparently allegedly um has been um not suspended but she's been off the air for a little bit because you know as you know vanna white is the one who the woman who is famously known i think for the last like 30 years or some shit on wheel of fortune she just presses the little letters she's the one she's like that's the job i want she walks up and she bing presses yeah. the letter on wheel of fortune exactly also i feel like those shows aren't popular popular po what they popular fuck popular popular anymore true i agree that was just a small stroke well assessment. because everybody's on tiktok and instagram yeah like uh, it takes me a second to remember wheel of fortune and jeopardy and which one's which jeopardy is alex trebek that's yes. jeopardy mm -hmm. okay wheel of fortune is wheel of fortune you're white. you spin the wheel it lands on something you're trying to guess the phrase you guess the letter you buy a vowel yeah absolutely okay absolutely so apparently she has not asked for a raise allegedly in 18 years and now she's in negotiation con uh, renegotiation uh, times for a contract and so she wants more money well and that woman is that show listen i can't believe she's still doing it i can't believe it. that's I thought the she easiest was, job I in the world she was not here anymore what do you mean you don't she die yeah oh that's how old is she hey siri how old is vanna white 66. wow she looks amazing she is the show i only know the name vanna white because who was who was the host of it exactly i have no idea because you only know vanna white yeah what is his name hey siri <laughs> hey siri hey siri who is the host of wheel of fortune who the fuck is that pat it's a jack say jack 
He's been hosting since 1981. Why does no one know who that is? Why don't name? I know who Vanna White is, though. Yeah. Seems like somebody needs to be paying Vanna White a little bit more. ABC, CBS, NBC, whatever show she on or network. Man, maybe I should start watching Wheel of Fortune. Wheel of Fortune is funny. I, I like, especially when they do the celebrities or like college oh, night yeah. and stuff like that. That's really fun. But apparently, yeah. So she's in negotiations for her contract. So she's like, I'm off the air until y'all can pay me more money. And I don't. As her. she should be. That's a hard job. It's, it's not. It this says wine, wine. What is wrong with my? Oh, it's because I had wine. Oh yeah. I'm just drunk. Um, I really thought I was having a. Well, you haven't had wine on the show in a very long time. I, I feel like. I feel so. like I'm having a CVA. Please don't. Um, was is Ryan Seacrest not the new? Remember when they were looking for a new host for a while? For which show? Wheel of Fortune. Yeah. Why were they looking for a new host? Pat's been there forever. I don't know. I'm just learning his name. Call oh, him Pat, he's like. he was retiring. Oh, was he? Well, Vanna White's still on the blood. But I remember Vanna. they were looking for a new host, and someone was like Wayne Brady. Like there were all these um, names in the hat. I think Wayne Brady was one of them. Mm, interesting. Does he still do? Obviously, his show. I'm not sure. The Wayne Brady show. I'm not sure. Is whose line is it anyway? Still on? I, uh, the reruns. Yeah. No, no, no. The actual show is still on. Yes. What yes, happened yes. to those? I mean, you know what? I need to get back into cable TV. Yeah, because you're streaming now. Yeah, I'm a streamer. Yeah. But those were like after school. You're Absolutely. watching. That's why I like watching TV at the hospital. I go sit down and watch it. Because you forget those shows are on. They're always watching Price is Right. Price is Right. Yep. I always want to see it. who wins the showcase. Absolutely. Love it. But if I'm ever in a situation with cable, I'm either watching. There's a Harry Potter marathon that's on, and mm -hmm. I'm watching it, or I'm watching. <laughs> I am having Yo, we need to end this episode there's something wrong <laughs> with my brain and then you were shaking you were like what the fuck are you a snake bitch <laughs> what is wrong with me you're just that's <laughs> what I was trying to say <laughs> What are you watching? Yo. Oh my God. That was so funny. I'm sorry. I did not mean to laugh at your. Uh... Yeah. So now I know if I'm ever having an emergency, Wait, not to are, tell you. Are you were an AI. Me. You were glitching. You were a... <laughs> the Matrix. I was fucked up. Because I wanted to say SBU. Just... You were holding on to that ass, bitch. Yo, Yo, it's time to go. That was I'll call, that's my Mitch McConnell. Oh Lord Jesus! <laughs> See how karma hit your ass quick. I know. All right, what have you been watching? <laughs> um, I just watched that untold documentary about Johnny Football, Johnny Manziel. Okay, yeah. How is it? Pretty good. Listen, as an avid hater of Texas A&M, <laughs> Lord, it Jesus. was hard for me to watch, but it was good. That do you remember when he was in his like crazy heyday, yeah. doing crazy shit? Mm -hmm. He was with Drake all the time. Yep now with context i'm like oh my god this boy was just out here wilding and no one could are. tell him shit which like he was 20 years old like mm -hmm. 21 maybe yeah making all this crazy money mm -hmm. hanging out with all these crazy people and his parents are in the documentary and they were like what the fuck did you think we were gonna tell him he's famous he's making all this money exactly and he was like i don't have to listen to y'all um it was really interesting i really enjoyed the parts about like when he was making money under the table and the NCAA was mm -hmm. like, you can't be doing this shit because I think it's so fucked up how they weren't paying college players for a long for time. Real. 
considering how much money they make off of them Absolutely. and how a lot of those boys come from nothing. I think they should have to do back pay for all of those athletes, women and men athletes. They should have to do back pay because that shit wasn't fair. They Rid- made too much money off of those kids. Off of, and I'm like, you, uh, it's insane. Um, mm-hmm. Especially when social media kind of got big. Like yeah. these people are like, they don't, have, they don't have any propriety over their image and likeness which is everything right and you're making millions of dollars still the amount of money he himself brought to that university Mm -hmm. is they i think that year they had like 600 million dollars worth of donations or something crazy all because he was playing so well yeah and he was like i literally didn't have money right so he was doing all the shady shit he just seems like which anybody would have done that in his shoes i mean you you can't expect people to just come to you and, and and be this person all the time and then they go home to an empty house and ramen noodles. That's not yeah, and just interesting because this was the first like sports documentary I watched where everyone was like, yeah, no, he didn't care about football. He just loved being famous, famous yeah. and good at something. Yeah. He like didn't watch tape. He didn't read, like he just was really fucking great at football. Yeah. And the coaches is, let him do it though. Which is insane, which is also insane to yeah. think that you could play at that high of level, that you were doing that well. Mm-hmm because you were just naturally talented right and then eventually he was like this shit fucking sucks and i don't want to do it anymore yeah but it was interesting i would go watch it 10 10 would recommend i love that yeah what about you what are you watching uh i watched just two things i finished uh well i finally finished the witcher season three that's Um, the last season with henry spoiler there's gonna be a season four uh well we don't know when that's gonna come out because the writer strike and the actor strike so who knows if we're and they're switching actors which is stupid henry cavill's being replaced by the lesser hemsworth liam no you didn't call him the lesser (laughs) he's just not as great he's not he's really not and and for him to play a witcher i'm like you're not even buff dude like no but also it's just like the vibes are very different his voice too he doesn't have a a witcher's voice listen i'm gonna watch it because i need to see what they're gonna do how they're gonna finagle it but i'm not i don't know they probably stop it at five seasons or some shit i don't see him going on for for longer than that but i I did see that and i also watched this documentary on netflix called poison poison it's actually uh this girl is anyway uh the documentary is about um the united states of america's food as we were talking about human meat bullshit but they go over a lot of the different contaminants that that happened over the Uh. years like the huge um uh e coli breakout that happened at jack in the box with tainted meat do they talk about bluebell and they don't talk about bluebell Uh they should have which i'm surprised they didn't but they talk about um, the peanut butter, salmonella, the salmonella and peanut butter. They talk about the E. coli and the spinach and in the, not, um, in the romaine lettuce, I'm sorry. And there was a girl who was, I think she was like 21 this afternoon. No, no, she was in high school. I think getting ready to go to college. She was this athlete and, um, I mean, volleyball player, completely active. And she went to Panera bread, allegedly. Um, I only said that for our protection, but it's in the documentary. Um, she got some food somewhere. And she ate a salad at Panera and they had in their, they had romaine lettuce, she ended up getting E. coli. Her body completely shut down. They didn't Fuck. think she was gonna make it. I mean, and she did she sue? Uh, I think the I don't know if she did sue or not. They didn't say I that. Would've. But she now has this kidney, um, this this chronic kidney issue, and she may at at some point need dialysis or a kidney transplant. Um, but it was it's, be- God. It's your whole life. It is. But it's, the thing is, too, and it's one of this one other guy. He actually is now an advocate for food safety because his I think his baby was about three or four years old or something like that and ate one of the burgers from jack in the box and ended up dying 
from the fucking burger. He was just like, you know, as a parent, you try to protect your kids from everything, and you you think something as harmless as a jack in the box burger, mm-hmm. it would be fine. And no, and then one of the um, one of the executives from what was it, the peanut butter situation? Yeah, the peanut butter situation. Um, when the peanuts were contaminated with salmonella. He literally told his staff, don't worry about the salmonella testing. Just put white out on it and say that we it was negative. Just send out the shit anyway. He literally got sentenced to 28 years in prison. Good. As he should have because he there was a whistleblower that worked there. It was um, they had leaks all in the facility and stuff. They had mice in there. And in it my was just, $5 peanut butter. Girl, it was horrible. But it also kind of revealed, too, that a lot of these labels that they put on food really doesn't matter this this thing about triple washed and this is organic bitch it come from the same plant like they're not controlling where all of this shit go allegedly and then they had like the representatives from uh the fda and the usda because they never want to take fault or blame in anything that happens when you have contaminated uh food where they were saying the usda uh representative was like we only uh regulate uh meat uh poultry eggs and catfish specifically and even that they can put a label on whatever and say exactly whatever. because all the, they lobby for this shit and then um the u.s uh the fda controls pretty much everything else so if you got sick from the romaine lettuce on a burger you can't the usda now has nothing to do with that because it didn't come from the actual burger itself and they were talking about how you know cooking meat at certain temperatures and you know how all this meat gets put together and if you have it you can have meat from 400 different animals at one time and as long you as can't this majority it. of something exactly you're okay. exactly so they were just talking about just the food safety here in this country and how all these people of course were like we have the best food safety here in, in no. the world no the fuck you don't and i hate keeping bringing this up where I'm like, oh, I was in Europe for four weeks, but I grocery shopped in Europe for oh, four weeks. Oh, it's a thousand percent better. As soon as I got back, literally, when I was back at a grocery store in the U.S., I was like, this place is gross. Like, yeah. everything looks fake. Nothing looks good. Everything's yep. overpriced. Nothing's fresh. Even the fresh shit doesn't look great. Mm-hmm. Why are there so many options? Yep. It's just a different fucking life over here, and I hate it. Because if you notice, at most grocery stores, I- I'll say well, I won't say the names because I don't want to bring us any uh, litigation to our podcast. But there's a specific grocery store in town that purposefully makes the lighting in the produce area much darker. So mm. you cannot see the stuff. So when you start shopping around, that's why I always hit the produce first. And then I'll shop around and I'm like, nah, I'm putting these grace back. This shit ain't look right. It ain't yeah. look right. But yeah, it's crazy. Yeah, and I'm just like, when we would go shopping in Europe, there's like, one option of everything yeah because you don't need 87 options of things and everything was for everybody's at farmers markets every day there's Mm -hmm. one open there was not i we went to very few true grocery stores Mm because there's just not big grocery stores no people don't bulk shop no you don't you shop for a couple days you don't shop for the whole week or two weeks because also no food lasts over there for more than a couple days the shelf life our shit kept going bad so quick because you just got to eat it absolutely because it's fresh especially that bread that bread gonna go stale in like a day Mm -hmm. or moldy and then they don't refrigerate their eggs either strange but, it's but not bad, better. but better, yeah. That, actually, uh, that yolk be orange as hell. That's how you know it's fresh. I know. That's exactly how you know it's fresh. Uh, uh, anything else we need to talk about? Or do you need to go to the rehab corner for anything? Nope, let's run on over to the rehab corner. Oh, wait. Were you asking that? What no, did I was you asking if you needed to go. If, if Do we need to go to the rehab corner? Oh, I just need to say one thing. <sighs> okay. I love nurses. I would just love to preface this. We all love nurses. I'm a big nurse girl. You're the backbone of our society. I'm a nurse girl. So if you're a good nurse, then you know this isn't about you. 
this isn't even a nurse thing. It's just like a personality trait that a nurse has. Yeah. It's a person thing. Right. Not a profession thing. Yeah. Like, if you are an anxious person Mm -hmm. who happens to be a nurse, shut the fuck up and get out of the room when I'm in there. (laughs) I can't deal with it anymore. Very simple. (laughs) Yeah. That's it. You're making my patient anxious. If you can tell, if you are in a room with multiple people and as soon as you start talking, everyone shuts up and the vibe in the room changes, leave the room. Maybe they're just not aware because they're not self-aware. Maybe. I can't do it anymore. Yeah. I'm just like you, I don't know. And it's at the end of the day. Mm-hmm. I'm also just like, there's so many good nurses. that I'm like, is it that hard to just be a good nurse? There's look at all these good nurses here. Yeah. Cause their mm-hmm. skill set is probably good. It's just their personality. sucks. man, it's the same thing with physicians. I had this week, a physician who, um, and her intern or whatever, whoever the hell he was. Um, I had been waiting to see this patient myself in the OT. I've been waiting to see this patient for pretty much like a day and a half at this point. And I was literally standing there for 45 minutes waiting for another physician to get out of this room. So I'm, I have my gloves on. I'm about to go in. And so she shows up with this little biohazard baggie with a needle and whatnot. And I'm like, what the fuck are you about to do? I didn't say that. I said it very professionally. <laughs> and you are. And she's like, oh, I'm from rheumatology, blah, blah, blah. And I was like, okay, what are you here to do? And she's like, oh, I'm here to do a procedure. No, you're not. Because I got here first. Uh, come on, OT. Let's go. Like, acknowledge other clinicians that are standing right there. Then I had a case manager this week try to tell me, hey, you know, uh, I think this patient needs a reavow because he really wants to go to a, a sniff. I said what I said, ma'am. If there is there is a medical reason that his case function has changed, ca- case manager. Here's what I want y'all to understand: y'all would never in your life ask a cardiologist to reevaluate a patient based and and give them a different diagnosis. Okay, you would never ask a neurologist to reevaluate a patient and give you a different diagnosis. You would never even ask an echo tech to rerun the echo. You would never do that. So do not Don't ask do PT and OT. I said what the fuck I said. Now, if I choose to change because they have progressed just that well, then yes, I will let you know, hey, I know you were working on this sniff or ARU placement. However, they don't need that, they don't need that anymore. They're actually doing really, really good. But don't come to me tw- less than 24 hours talking about, well, they really want to go to a rehab facility. I don't care. Baby, I'm doing an, an evaluation, mm-hmm. an examination, palpation. I'm giving a prognosis and an assessment and doing a plan of care. Like, we all want things in life that we can't have. And you can't go to a skilled nursing facility because you don't need it, Mr. Johnson. Ugh, it's so Go annoying. home. You're good. Go home. Just go home. Like, do you want infections and pneumonia? No. Go home. I know you're lonely, but go talk to somebody. Anyway, neither here nor there. Stop questioning clinicians sometimes. Yeah. I mean, for patients, question your clinician, yes. But clinicians, stop questioning other clinicians. I and just be respectful. Noticed. And I don't think it's all of them. I think we may just have a good batch, but we have a group of like younger not inter maybe resident. I don't know what they are. Okay. They're doctors. But they're young and they're not like bum, bum, the doctor. Okay. <laughs> they're not the big doctor yet. They're the resident? Yeah, I guess okay. we could say that. Okay. If I had to put a name on it, I would say that. Um but they're I'll say younger as in like just not forties and above. Mm-hmm. Kind of younger, like yeah. young for doctor. Mm-hmm. Um, very much like, oh, okay, yeah, like what do you guys think we should very like inclusive right. and kind and mm-hmm. don't think that they're 
hot as shit just because they have a fucking white coat on yeah and we'll even like because we got one to help mop a floor mm-hmm. and help sweep things and really care about your input and if you're in the room they're like oh yeah I, if you'll take like five ten minutes y'all just come back mm-hmm. thank you i appreciate that Absolutely. way to be a normal fucking human being and and to be respectful and, and a respectful co-worker yeah because here's the thing just because you have an md behind your name you are not more important than any other clinician that is coming in there. Because if 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 you were that important, guess what? You wouldn't need my services. You wouldn't need to, to consult all of these other people. But the fact is, if I show up to a room first, give me the respect that I'm here first to see this patient. If it was a cold blue situation, then by God, go on in there. But you ain't going to do nothing anyway because the nurse going to handle it. But all I'm saying is... Be respectful of other clinicians that are also there to see that patient. Because guess what? We are all working in a silo and we all are treating the same patient to get the same result, which is to do what? Heal them and get them out of the hospital Mm -hmm. to return back home or wherever they need to be to their prior level of function. And you hindering me from doing my job, that's only going to delay your care to your patient. And that's not fair to the patient because you think your time is more important than mine. And it ain't. And every single time you come to my room, I'm going to let you know absolutely not and because i work at a teaching hospital i hate to i won't work at another one <laughs> I, I won't work at another teaching hospital good god almighty these interns y'all sit at these bedsides for a whole hour asking the same dumbass questions i get it you gotta learn i understand i was a student once as well but it's very <laughs> annoying again learn how to time management is important in healthcare, y'all time management is yeah. important jesus anyway i'm off my soapbox on that anyway yeah that's all i got it's gonna be an amazing week it has no choice but to be an no amazing choice. week. I refuse to re- respect, accept. And girl, we're going to have a great week this week because you can't get your words out today. Please check on me. Please, Please check on me throughout the week. Yeah. Shit is, it ain't right up here. Did you take a nap today? No. You need I did, one. I worked today. Oh, that's why. I, uh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, you need to go to bed. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, anyway, it was a great show, y'all, because uh, we said so. Anywho, it's going to be <laughs> Coming from our live audience, it was a great show. Absolutely. Darren is here. He's clapping. What and up, Darren? Uh, it's going to be a great week on purpose, y'all. Y'all remember to spread love. Spread light. And don't forget to, to laugh, laugh your, your face, face off. off. Thanks so much for tuning in to another episode of The Face mm-hmm. Off with Fleming and Ballard. Don't forget to follow us on all our social media platforms, the Instagram, off. Facebook, Twitter, and YouTube mm-hmm. at The Face spread Off Pod. Be sure to tune in to The Face Off every Tuesday when new episodes are released. Mm-hmm.